Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Food bloggers, what is up? How is your week going so far? It's Monday, so you are just starting your week, but I hope it's going great so far. Today, I will be talking to you. It's just me, and I'm going to talk about this concept of finished isn't done. It's something that I have been learning firsthand for myself lately, so I want to share my thoughts with you in hopes that it will help you as well. First, before we dive into that, do you struggle with knowing exactly what you should be doing to move the needle forward in your business and what to focus on next? If so, if this sounds like you, if you are in this boat, I have two solutions for you. Number one is mastermind groups. Uh, At eBlog Talk, we are starting new mastermind groups. They're new and improved. They're super focused on moving the needle forward and also figuring out exactly what goals you need to be moving toward in your business. The masterminds are starting in May and they will be going indefinitely. So you can sign up for a monthly just to try it out if you want. You can sign up for quarterly or you can go all in and sign up sign up for a year. It's totally up to you, but we hope that you will join us because they are going to be awesome. And you can find the links for the mastermind groups at eatblogtalk.com. Number two, you can consider joining the Eat Blog Talk membership. I have spent the last few months pouring my heart and love and soul and time and energy into the membership and my current members. It is so awesome, you guys. There is major um, progress being made, some really powerful calls going on that people are loving and taking massive value away from. We are doing monthly intensive calls that focus on different parts of this roadmap that I've created that will set you on the path to your freedom. So whatever your freedom is, fill in the blank there. We have a roadmap that takes you through this journey of food blogging that will get you to that freedom much more quickly. We did a monthly intensive recently where we dug into niches. If people didn't have an idea about what their niche is, or maybe they wanted to niche down even further. We just kind of did like mastermind style um, meeting where we all just helped each person figure out which direction to go. We also created an ideal customer avatar. Every person did. So we actually sat down together and did this And then we started working on a business plan together. So these are the types of things we're doing inside of the membership. We are focused. We are supporting each other. It is such a great group of people and community. So if you're interested in being a part of it, I would love to have a chat with you to see if it's a great fit for you and your business. Go to eblogtalk.com and there's a button that you will see that says join the membership, I want to become a member, something along those lines. Click that. That will lead you to a short survey. And at the end of the survey, you will be able to get on my calendar so we can schedule a one-on-one call and see if it's a good fit for you. 
So go do that if it sounds intriguing. And also just a little reward um, for you guys because you're awesome. And I've been just loving delivering this value on this podcast. This podcast means so much to me. So I am starting to give two free weeks to people who want to see what's going on in the membership and just experience it. So hopefully after the two weeks, you're like, yes, I want to join. This is amazing. If not, no hard feelings. You can go on your way and say thank you for the value that I got while I was in for the two weeks. But either way, I think this is a really good way for um, new people to come in and really get the full experience of the membership. So again, go to eblogtalk.com and go through that process of filling out the form and getting on my calendar. And the two weeks are yours. You're awesome. And I can't wait to see you inside. Okay, let's talk about today's topic, which came to me recently because this has been something that I've been struggling with. And I've struggled with this for a long time, almost my entire food blogging journey. So historically, I have not been great at continuing with a project once it is, quote, finished. And what I'm learning is that when a project is finished, it's not actually finished. It just moves on to a new chapter that usually involves either selling or promoting or finessing my work or all of the above. I am going to talk about some real life examples before I move into my actual work examples because I feel like we can all relate to those real life analogies sometimes better than we can relate to me telling you what is going on in my business. So I was laying awake in bed this morning thinking of some analogies because I love a good analogy and these are the things that I came up with. So take a pilot who flies a plane from destination A to destination B. Let's say destination B is somewhere warm, sunny, and has a beach because that's where I would like to be. So we think of finished in this scenario as the plane landing, right? Because he or she, let's say she's a she pilot, she flew the plane and she landed the plane. So that's it. She's done. But why isn't this actually done? The pilot can't just land the plane and park in the middle of the runway and go home once she's landed. She has to taxi to the gate and she has to get people safely off the plane. And she has to do whatever needs to be done to the cockpit to get it ready for the next flight. And she has to communicate with flight attendants and um, air traffic control. And there are a lot of things to do after the plane actually lands. What would happen if finished was done for this pilot? Passengers on the plane would literally risk their lives trying to get to the terminal. None of the passengers would ever fly on that airline again. You can see in the scenario that finished is not done. Okay, scenario two, a construction crew builds a home. Finished is the home being erected. But why isn't this actually done? 
Nobody will actually want to move into a home until the walls have been painted, the carpet has been installed. There are so many things to do that are um, details that need to be put into finishing the home. Finessing needs to be done and selling needs to happen in order to get people to want to buy the house. What would happen if finish was done? No one would actually purchase the home or maybe someone would, but they'd purchase it at a much cheaper price than it could potentially be sold for. And my last scenario is that I invite friends over for dinner. Finished is the meal is made. Why isn't this actually done though? Pulling a finished pan of roasted chicken and vegetables out of my oven is not the end. My guests need to be served the meal and they are going to need plates and forks and drinks. They want interaction and conversation, which is maybe why they actually came over. And maybe a glass of wine or a cold bottle of beer with a post-dinner bonfire. What would happen if finished was done? I would be a terrible host. (laughs) It would be a super awkward meal as my guests tried to figure out which cupboard I keep my napkins in and my plates and where the milk is in my fridge for their kids. They might figure out how to serve themselves and get all of this situated and sorted out, but they won't likely accept future invitations to come over for dinner and they probably will not invite me or my family over for dinner because it was so awkward. Now I'm going to just talk through some real examples that I've experienced in my business that I wasn't very good at. I would finish a project and then I would kind of wipe my hands clean and say, okay, I'm done. But in retrospect, I'm looking back at these projects and realizing that I was not done with these projects and I left them hanging And it's so sad. So I am committing to going back to these projects and continuing on their next chapter. The first one is Cookie Remix, my cookbook that I created a handful of years ago. I love this cookbook. The photography, the recipes, the cookies, the writing, everything about the cookbook, I love. I look at it and I feel so proud of it because I poured my heart and my soul and so much time into creating the absolute best cookbook that I could create. But when my cookbook was published, I did very little promoting. And the only reason I did that little bit of promoting was because my publisher kind of took the reins and guided me along. But without that, I would probably not have done any of it. But after my publisher was done helping me to promote the cookbook, I literally did not do anything to promote or sell my book because the process was exhausting. And I didn't expect that part of it to be uh, so much work or so daunting. I thought I would just magically be selling to people and that they would magically be like, well, this cookbook's amazing. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to share it with the whole world. But that is not what happened. And that is not usually what happens when we finish projects. The next example for my work is my blog content. I have been blogging for almost 11 years. So that is a lot of blog content that I have put up on my site. 
And I've always had this way of going about putting blog content up where it's like, yes, I want to get a ton of stuff on my blog. And I've pumped out content like crazy over the years. I have published a minimum of one blog post a week over the course of nearly 11 years. And usually it's more than that. So one has been the absolute minimum only during um, certain seasons. So that's a lot of content. And once I get something out there, I just let it sit like, okay, it's good. It is published. I can walk away and just assume that the magic is going to happen. Recently, as you all know, and I've become aware of this, I can't do that because things change in our world so much. Things change with Google and what they put preference on and how they rank our content. Things change with every platform and things evolve with me and my recipes. When I've gone back and looked at all of the content that I published, some of it didn't even align with me anymore. And honestly, some of the recipes that I saw in my archives were crap and I just had to get rid of them. So I'm in that process right now of going back and tweaking so much. I'm deleting things. I am republishing things. I'm no indexing things. I'm reshooting things. I'm rewriting things. So I am in that right now because I recognize that I can't just publish a post and leave it forever. That doesn't make sense. My third example is ebooks. I've created a handful of ebooks for my blog, for my audience that are actually really cool. I mean, most of it is based on content that is already on my blog, but it's packaged in a new way so that people have access to it in one nice little package. And the way I put these together is very visual. I love how the ebooks turned out, but here's what I did once I created the ebook. I created a final PDF and I did like maybe a little launch email series and a few people bought it and then nothing. <laughs> I just assumed again, like my cookbook that people would say, oh my gosh, this ebook is great. Everyone's going to buy this. Well, that is not what happens. So now I need to go back and I need to make a plan about how to promote and sell those ebooks that I spent time creating. That next chapter is not appealing to so many of us. I personally have finished projects and just hoped and prayed they do well with no further effort. And I can tell you that this method has a 0% success rate for me. Maybe you have been one of those unicorns who have slipped through the cracks and that's awesome. I envy you. But for me personally, 0% success. How do we actually overcome this? I have a few points I'm going to talk through and hopefully this helps you to wrap your head around how you can get past this too if you are experiencing something similar. Number one, understand the concept that finished is never done. So it's just a matter of shifting your mindset so you know to expect work beyond hitting the publish button or getting your book published or whatever it is. The simple act of understanding this concept will work wonders because you know what to expect going into it, which is something that I never did. I published my cookbook and I was like, okay, that was cool. I'm done. Everything's going to happen for me, right? 
So just understanding it is the first step. Number two, learn to promote and sell by promoting and selling, by actually doing. I hear food bloggers say this a lot, that promoting and selling are not typical favorite parts of the job. We become food bloggers so we can create, right? And have an impact and share our food, our recipes. But how many of you listening actually love promoting or selling yourself or your content? Personally, I do not love these things. But what I'm realizing is that if I don't promote and sell, all of my efforts can basically be thrown out the window. I am done having this mindset and I commit to promoting and selling the projects and the recipes that I have poured my time, energy, and heart into creating for people to enjoy. And I no longer lean on the excuse that I don't know how to promote and sell because I said that for so many years. That is just a lame excuse that needs to go. My promoting and selling skills honestly are not top-notch but the only way I'm going to get them to be top-notch is by starting. So I encourage you to start promoting and selling and over time you will make tweaks and you will learn. Every time you do it, you're going to learn something. People will give you feedback, which is another avenue for learning, absorb it and just grow from it. Number three, spend 15 minutes a day on that next chapter. This is something I am experimenting with currently and it has been working really well for me. We've all heard that advice to make 1% improvement every day, right? I love this concept, but I also have a little bit of a hard time with it because how exactly do I measure what 1% is? I get hung up on that. So instead of focusing on 1%, I propose that you spend 15 minutes a day moving each project forward that is tied to a future goal. An example is my huge pile of blog content that I told you about on my site and how that started to weigh me down mentally as well as weighing down Google and how Google perceived my content. So I got a site audit recently But as you all know, it doesn't end there. There is work to be done after the audit, right? You can't just get an audit and say, oh, cool, that was awesome. Now I'm going to let the magic happen. So one of my one-year goals is to have all of the recommendations from within my audit done and all blog content updated, which is a lot. It's a big goal, but I am committed. So every day I spend a minimum of 15 minutes doing something that is going to move me forward with this goal. 15 minutes is not a huge investment of my time. And when I do it consistently, day after day, I will be able to move my business forward and achieve this goal and make really big gains. And I will be continuing on with my next chapter, which is implementing and fixing. Number four, reevaluate as your goals change. So assuming you are setting goals and keeping a close eye on those, priorities will shift as you move along through your year. So reevaluate your priorities on an ongoing basis because new projects and new focuses will come into your business all the time, as you know, which may change current projects and focuses. 
And since I know you all love having action steps so much, I do too. I'm going to give you a few action steps you can take now to show your business that you understand finished is not done. Number one, create one-year goals. If you do not have one-year goals set for your business, you've got to sit down and do this. I say this all the time on the podcast and to my members. This is such an important piece of your story as a food blogger and moving your business forward. Food bloggers generally want to know what that next step is. I hear that so often. And it will be impossible to know what that next step is if you do not have clearly defined goals. Number two, pull three to five projects out of your goals to focus on. Write them down, commit to moving those projects forward in some way for a minimum of 15 minutes every day. Block out the time on your calendar, write out a list of potential action steps that can be completed during that 15 minute block and that will move the needle forward in your business. You don't need to overwhelm yourself by putting really specific tasks into your calendar for this purpose. So instead, just put a time frame, have a list of things that you could accomplish for Project X and moving your business forward toward the end goal and go from there. Number three, dig into the discomfort. You guys, promoting and selling myself and the things I create is not comfortable for me. It makes me squirm. It makes me want to run in the opposite direction. I do not like it. But based on historical facts, I can see that my avoidance has not served my business well. In fact, I've done a huge disservice to myself and to my business by avoiding promoting and selling and continuing on with the next chapter. Magic awaits you on the other side of that really uncomfortable thing. So dig into it and just do it, even if it's ugly to start. Do it anyway, do it consistently, and you will learn and grow quickly. Number four, be disciplined and consistent. This is the last bit of advice I give for just about everything I talk about because it is the most important thing. Be disciplined and be consistent. Make a decision right now that finished does not mean done for you. You will not walk away from a project or a post once it's published or finished. You will commit to following through with whatever the remaining steps are needed to promote or sell or tweak. You are disciplined and you are going to be consistent. You've got this. That wraps up all my points. Thank you guys for listening. To conclude, finished does not mean done. We all know this. Some of us ignore it and hope things will magically work out in our favor, myself included. This strategy has never worked for me, so I'm committing myself and my own business to a new strategy that involves digging into uncomfortable things and getting the most out of the content I work so hard to create. I hope this inspires you to evaluate ways you can look beyond the finish line and continue that next chapter for your amazing projects. You deserve it and your business deserves it. Thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you know. I will see you next time, food bloggers. 
We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.